This week on Rails in Mysteries, Aaron Aronson meets a street preacher. Avis Osborne buys salads. Gwyneth Appleton gets sent on a hunt. And Agent Erickson is told to protect the prey. As uh, we begin, it is the Tuesday after Labor Day. Did everyone have a good long holiday weekend? Yeah, I was, you know, grilling outside my new house. Did you let Aaron eat anything off of the grill? Yes. Aaron, was it good? She's a surprisingly good chef. She's just brutally efficient. (laughs) Precision is important. Ingredients go on. Food comes off, cooked exactly as much as she wanted. Gotta say, the small talk with it wasn't great, though. (laughs) You gotta focus on the grill. The grill uh, was great. Did uh, John and Avis come out as well? I mean, that's up to them. They were probably... Would you have allowed us? They were probably told about it. You have been assigned to... uh, And, yeah, I probably invited them as much as I invite anyone. John shows up with a freshly cured trout... Oh. Says, I brought lutefisk. <laughs> <laughs> that is the traditional Labor Day cuisine, oh, yes, isn't definitely. it? <laughs> Very traditional. <laughs> well, uh, thank you, John. I, I've never had lutefisk before. It's powerful. <laughs> it smells powerful. It does. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so you had a great Labor Day, sounds like, and then um, the following Tuesday morning, uh, I am going to assume, because for narrative purposes we, we need to assume this, that uh, John and Avis, you have a radio in the van, yeah, probably. and that um, at least Gwyneth maybe has a radio in the, uh, you know, maybe you have an app on your phone or something oh, like that. I You're listening to the local radio have station. I an app on my phone, and I'm playing it to my Bluetooth speakers as I am making a magnificent breakfast for myself. And Aaron Aronson is, I'm going to assume, maybe asleep for this? Probably. You don't seem to be an early I'm going to say that before this has happened, I've sort of got in touch with one of my friends back, at, back home in England and got them to send me a care package of supplies if I wanted to put on some sort of show. Send a I think that's a great idea. Box full of random shenanigans. I think that is box a great of idea. Shenanigans. Box of shenanigans. Well, and you do have, I believe, um, sort of a team of uh, friends or colleagues from your yeah. former life who you can reach yeah. out to that way, right? Yeah, I was trying to recreate the straight success of my UK store in the States, and it sort of got a bit <laughs> off the Derailed. rails. Yeah. Oh. And so you may have been, well, dealing with the time difference and all the rest of it, although I don't know, given what the time difference is, I don't know why that would have you sleeping late. <laughs> but, you know. I don't think that's anything to do with the time difference. Okay. That's just Aaron. That's just Aaron. Well, at any rate, Aaron, you are in bed. Everyone else has the radio on to the local radio station. And you hear, good morning, Rails End and beyond. Thanks for starting this abbreviated work week with us here at Rails End Radio. This is Pat Pearson with you on this Tuesday morning. I don't know about you, but the only thing I hate about Labor Day weekend is how hard Tuesday morning is afterwards. Don't touch that dial, because we're going to get through this thing together. Speaking of getting through things together, word is that Momo is back. So maybe leave a few veggies in the garden if you can spare them, because I bet that poor girl's hungry if she's back in these parts. Now, if you're hungry, head for the Hungry Hills Cafe, and Hazel will take care of you. Next up, a little ditty from Lester Flat and Earl Scruggs to help you get to work like you was running from the law. After that, stay tuned for an uplifting word from Reverend Brother and the New Healing Cavern Tabernacle. <laughs> and then uh, Foggy Mountain Breakdown comes over the radio. Of course, because what else would it be? 
He said Momo? Momo. Avis, have you heard anything about a Momo? <laughs> what I have? You... <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's some move you could use. I mean, you've yeah. got your book. You don't really have much of an investigate a mystery... So I, I think that as someone who's new to the area, you just there's no way it's for you really to know what Momo thing. is. Yeah, we'll say that, that I, I wouldn't have much. I haven't heard of Momo, but it sounds like it's up our alley. So perhaps we should start inquiring about it. I might have oh. some contacts at the library who would know a thing or two. All right, I can drop you off at the library. I'll probably need to go make uh, my way over to our new friends. I, I feel like I'm getting the better deal out of this. Have fun with your visit to the uh, ice house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it's always a nice time up north. <laughs> and I pull up and start driving towards... Uh, Appleton's house. Mm. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so, do we want to begin with the uh, library then? I suppose if you're dropping me off first, that yeah. would make more sense. Okay. So, lucky for you, Doris, Doris is, there? is there. Good. She's That's at the helpful. desk. And she is just, you know, uh, extraordinarily pleased. You can see the smile on her face as you walk in. And she says, Ava, so good to see you. Meeting tomorrow night. Yes, I remember. I actually had something possibly related to that sort of meeting. I heard on the radio this morning that something called Momo is back. Oh, yes. Momo, dear. I haven't heard of such a thing. I, I know many stories and bits of lore, but not from this region. So I was wanting to do a little bit of research on that. I thought you might have some insight. Oh, yes, yes, dear. Of course, Momo, she's, she's the Missouri monster. Oh, I could see why that would end up being called Momo. Um, it's, a, it's a she, is it a monster or a person? Well, our, our Momo is a she-Momo. Oh, okay. There's probably he-Momo somewhere. Because you need a she-momo and a he-momo to he and she yes, to make yes. more momos. I understand, Doris. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the face that you're making is not going to go well over a podcast, but it is priceless. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't make the noise of the face, unfortunately. <laughs> um, well, Doris, what type of monster... Is Momo? Well, Momo, our Momo, she's she's tall. Okay. She's um, big. Okay. She's furry. Are, are we talking a Sasquatch sort of thing? Well, dear, now she lowers her voice and kind of pulls you in close. Yes. She whispers, "There's folks who say that Momo is a Sasquatch." Would they be correct? But they're not right. Oh, okay. Because, see, Momo, maybe the Momos are related to the Sasquatches. A rel- relative species. But the Momos, they're, they are large. Huh? They are apes of some variety. But I don't think they're like Sasquatches. First of all, their heads are different. Second of all, they... You know how normally a Sasquatch smells pretty bad? Yes, typically that is a sign one is about, yeah. Well, if you think the Sasquatch smells bad, you ain't never met a Momo. All right, then. The the skunk of the Sasquatch world. Exactly. All right. And so I don't think that the Momos are any more than distant cousins to your Sasquatches. All right. How exactly are their heads different? They're mighty big. Sort of if you think about an NFL linebacker uh-huh. with a head the size of a bushel basket. Oh, oh, so disproportionately large. They've got big heads. These got Momos ya. do, yes. Got ya. All right. Now, there's some folks think that the Momos, they may have come here because 
you see this is where the ley lines intersect. Oh. But then there's others say that it was the lizard people working with the little gray aliens doing some genetic experimentation on the original Sasquatches and that they made the Momos with their genetic experimentation. That would be quite fascinating, wouldn't it? But I don't know if that's what they did. Because, see, the little greys and the reptilians, they don't get along. No, they don't. I, I have heard plenty on their conflicts. Yeah, so, so I don't think that theory makes any sense at all. So I, I would put stock in the ley lines, I would. It, particularly since we have knowledge where ley lines are, so it, yes. it would make some sense, yes. All right, that, that's very helpful. And I believe on the radio um, they said to leave out vegetables. Is Momo a herbivore, an omnivore? I've only ever heard of Momo eating vegetables, dear. Okay, okay. That, that sounds much more pleasant than the alternative, I must say. Well, thank you for that. If, is there any uh, records of Momo in the past, somebody who's put down an encounter with this creature? Well, dearie, um, there was a bit of a deal with Momo or Momos or some other Momo back, it would have been about 1946. Um, of course, I wasn't alive then, dear, you know. But I, my, my, my parents would, would tell me of it. And if you went back and looked at the old reputations from that day, I think you'd probably find something. Oh, right. That's extremely helpful for us. Thank you. Well, dearie, I need to check out these people. They of got course. some books. So, of course. Okay, so I'll good luck. You. I'll see you tomorrow night. And she yes, I, I will be there on the dock. And I go off to go find the old reputations. Yeah. I assume they're in the archive. They are. Basement. They are. All right. All right. So then to, shall we say, Gwyneth, do you have anything you need to do before John Erickson arrives? You don't know John Erickson no, is I'm coming. No, I'm eating my breakfast. Okay. Enjoying my cup of coffee. It's proper coffee. I invested in <laughs> proper a... Proper coffee. Espresso machine. I did it. Or... Not an espresso machine, but like, you know, a proper coffee maker, a grinder so I can fresh grind my beans before brewing it. Are you a pour over type? I am definitely a pour over type. <laughs> Okie dokie then. So, John Erickson, you arrive. And uh, Aaron Aronson, you may or may not be awake. I guess I'll I think leave that I've up just to you. about staggered down from upstairs, made myself a cup of instant I, coffee, and I'm sitting there sort of. I, Half dead, slowly waking up. I would have uh, swung by like a local McDonald's or something and picked up just the cheapest, grossest coffee. Uh, you and would have brought some for everyone. You have uh, to-go cups from the Hungry Hills Cafe. Yeah, I walk in and say, I knock. I guess on the front door. I say, one moment, and I get up and. Go to the door and open it. Oh, hello. Oh, good morning, I brought coffee. John. Oh, coffee. More coffee's always good. Gotta get that caffeine. Um, I'm sure you heard on the radio about these uh, momos. I did. I hadn't decided what to do about it yet. I figured that was something for after coffee. <laughs> yes. Well, we have Avis investigating down at the library, but I wanted to get everyone together just in case we've got investigating to do. Come on yes, in. investigating think, the Momos. Yeah, I think Avis is half awake, but we could probably get him more awake with this conversation. I'm very Not awake. Avis, Aaron. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Aaron. The other A. Uh, I will put uh, two coffees in front of Aaron because I will not be drinking it. <laughs> and I'll give the other one to... Uh, Gwyneth. I wink I, uh, at John and make finger guns and start drinking the new coffees. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, are you double fisting or one at a time? I think I'm going to go one at a time. I'm not some sort of savage. God. <laughs> John awkwardly returns your finger guns. <laughs> then, uh, Gwyneth, your phone rings. And you can see that it is the Commandant. Excuse me, I have to take this. 
I go upstairs to my room, close and lock the door. And Do you I have shove- any like magical silence spells you're yes. casting? And so or? then I, I lock it and I cast a magical silence spell so that no one can hear. So that'll be use magic. Alright, let's see if this works. <laughs> this can go to land. John is following. That's a nine plus two for an eleven. Wow. So I would just like take like a little uh, a marker mm-hmm. and like I make a, a symbol on my door. <laughs> you just put you like, just, You're I using just, magic marker yes, to make a symbol on the door of the house you just rented. Using magic marker and I'm gonna wash it off. It's one of those washable markers on the door. It's wet erase. It's a wet erase marker. <laughs> okay. Okay, well... I've you've... treated my door for this because I knew I was going to have to cast silence spells. Your magic okay. is a very weird style. So you've, you've rolled a nine and your weird is plus two? Yes. Is that right? So you've successfully used magic yeah. and poor Agent Erickson, you can't hear a dad blame thing uh, on the other side of the door. Um, and so the uh, you hear the commandant on the other side of the other end of the line and he says greetings initiate Appleton greetings how go your affairs in the Ozarks you know had a, had a nice relaxing weekend gotta bust out my grill again um, but now we're getting reports on the radio of this Momo creature yes Momo this is an exciting opportunity for us Appleton an exciting opportunity Momos contain powerful magic. Their livers, if dried, can be used for potions of might. Their eyeballs can be used as pendants of power and magical focusing. Mm -hmm. Every piece of a Momo you can use. So you want me to... We need you to kill and butcher the Momo. I can kill and butcher the Momo. Not the Momo. That's pretty much what my face is right now. Very good. Initiate Apple. And I will continue trying to convert Agent Erickson. We have been making some progress. He's been surprisingly attached to his agency considering how poorly they treat him. There's no accounting for the behavior of people before they see the light of the dark star. You are correct, of course, sir. Uh, But I will continue making progress on that front as we pursue the Momo. Shall I send the butchered parts to you as in the normal fashion? No. No, Initiate Appleton. Whenever you are ready, Contact me, and we will dispatch a team to bring the remains back to our headquarters. As you wish. Go well, Appleton. Same to you, sir. Okay, and uh, Agent Erickson, while all of this is happening, um, Mm -hmm. this new flip phone that you've received rings. Okay, I will uh, quickly... Uh, make my way outside probably to like the backyard and flip it open and answer. Oh, Hello, oh, Agent Erickson oh, speaking. Erickson, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> um, uh, you there? Are you okay, sir? <laughs> yeah, um, Momo, um, reports, Momo, um. I've heard. So, the brass up over at the EPA. Um, apparently, Momos are an endangered species. So, um, you need to uh, move the blasted thing out of town or <clears throat> to safety. Is there a specific uh, region I need to move this Momo to? Yeah, um... <clears throat> There's a uh, um, state forest that um, apparently the uh, uh, creatures are supposed to stay on, but 
they don't respect the uh, <clears throat> boundaries. Don't know why this one wandered off. Um, apparently, the boys in the forest services, they uh, <clears throat> try to tend to them out there. Um, most folks don't know about them. They <clears throat> just called a, called me and asked if we had an agent to help attend to this. And, uh, well, you need to drop the creature off in the woods. They're intelligent? Well, um, <clears throat> they are brighter than the average fish. So, um, yeah, that's pretty smart. That's quite the bar to clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I will, I will take on this mission. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You will, Erickson. It's your job. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <sighs> Meanwhile, um, Aaron Aronson, you are um, drinking ridiculous amounts of coffee, and you get. <laughs> a uh, message from one of your uh, colleagues asking if you've heard the news of this magical monster in Rails End. And it sends you a link to a story uh, that's actually from the Rails End radio station that reports on basically what, you know, you were sleeping through this morning, that there's a Momo on the loose um, Etc. And he asks you if you know anything about this. I am going to reply, not yet, but this seems intriguing. I'll get, I'll get in on this. Which and his to... response is, it seems like there should be a good angle here. Yeah, I like a guy who t taming a momo will get me a bit of street cred back home. <laughs> he gives you a thumbs up. So at this point, I think all of the various conversations are done. And Avis, you're still holed up at the library. In the basement. So um, let's assume the three of you are back in the kitchen then. Mm -hmm. um, what do you uh, want to do from here? Oh, sorry, I just had to take that call. What were you saying, John, about this Momo? Um, it seems like, uh, they're a, uh, protected species, and we should, uh, make sure that it stays safe. Okay. Hmm. But how are we going to find it? Um, well, that's, I got Avis on the research already. Uh, hopefully we'll have some local intel within the next couple hours. So do you want to do any investigation about town? Do you want to go check in on Avis? Do you want to... I will I, I will drive and see if Avis is ready to be picked up. And the rest of you can come with if you okay. wish. Um, I'm guessing it doesn't take too long to find papers from a certain year, particularly considering she told me where I needed the time period I needed to look. Right. So I'm going to find those take down whatever information I can find about last time Momo was seen and that deal she mentioned with it. So I feel like you should probably roll something for this to okay. see how successful it is. Let's yeah. call it an investigative mystery. I mean, you're going to... I can ask some questions based on that, too. Yeah, the regular questions may not be quite applicable, but I think they'd be pretty close. That would be a good guide. Some of them would be pretty relevant. Yeah. Like, yeah. what can it hurt? Where did it go? What can it do? Like, all those I might be interested in. Yeah. Using your dice, I hope you have cursed them. Oh, I probably have. I thought the one could roll out of them. Yeah, you didn't. That's fine. Um, that's plus sharp, so that's going to be... There's my sheet. There it is. Oh, uh, that's going to be a nine. Okay. That's a mixed success. Yeah. So you want... That's what? Hold one? I think that's hold one. Yeah. yeah. Hold one. Um... Let's see. What what do I think is most important here is the real question. Uh, let's go with what can it hurt? Just because I think that that is information that would probably be recorded in a newspaper. 
if something was destroyed or somebody was harmed or anything like that, I feel like that would be in a paper. Right. I could find that information. So, uh, what you find is you stories in what year did I say it was? 1940-something. 1940, 1940, was it 5 or 1? I don't know. Back in the 1940s. Yeah. Um, there were, uh, you, you find the stories of the Momos, um, and there were uh, a couple of Momo, Momos then that oh, came okay. out um, from the state forest land. Um, well, you don't know that they came from the state forest land. It was speculated that they came from the state forest land uh, because there were forest fires. Oh, there. okay. So they were fleeing something. And, well, I mean, this papers doesn't, it's they don't it. say, but it, it seems to assume that. And as far as what they harmed, they raided the ever-loving shit out of gardens in town. Okay. They're they just... love tomatoes. They love zucchinis. Um, they ate, you know, entire patches of radishes. They just gobbled stuff up, both uh, fruits growing, foliage, um, you know, root crops. They just ate it all. Loved cabbage. Not that it was, you know, there was hot enough. There wasn't very many cabbages growing at that point. But, but they anything just loved there was. It all. Yeah. yeah. All right. That could be very helpful to know that they're very into vegetables. We can work with that. Um, all right. Once I've finished reading through what they have there, I will head up and look around for the van, wait to be up. And it just arrived. Okay. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the second mystery here in Rails End. We hope you're enjoying the show as much as we're enjoying making it. Please feel free to Subscribe to our little podcast here so every episode will download to your listener of choice automatically. While you're at it, give us a follow on Twitter, at RailsInMystery, and please tell your friends about our little special brand of mayhem. Alright, I don't know what you guys got, but I got that momos are apparently mostly harmless unless you are a vegetable. If you're a vegetable, they're going to eat you. That, that is undeniable. There was some speculation right. that they came from the state forest when there was a forest fire back in the 1940s, so it seems like mostly we just need to get it out of this area. But how are your mornings? Got any more information? No, just what Agent Erickson told me and what I heard on the radio this morning. Apparently, uh, they're endangered, so we need to get them back All right. to the boys in the forest. I feel like that's doable. And certainly much more pleasant than the whole Mr. Gaunt thing. Uh, yes, I agree. So, you're uh, having this conversation, um, I assume, as you're driving away from the library? Uh, yeah. And you are going through the center of town and you see um, something that you already know is a peculiar thing in Rails End, which isn't very big. There is, well, a street preacher. There is a man standing on a bucket on the street corner near the Hungry Hills Cafe and the uh, pawn and gun shop and he is screaming something at a crowd of people that have gathered around him. I'm going to stop and well, listen. Yeah, yeah. pull the van over. Street preachers are always good to watch for a laugh. <laughs> okay, and so he is yelling and railing on the evil monstrosities of the area and the danger posed by this new monster invader. And he is ex exhorting the, uh, the people around him that they need to uh, go hunt, it down. hunt down this monster before it kills their babies in their cribs. Okay. Does it look like people are listening or are just being entertained? So 
Um, this really is sort of another investigative mystery sort of thing because you okay. need to, because you're trying to uh, sort of read the room. I, I could also see calling this read a bad situation, but it's not really bad. It's not yet. a bad situation yet, but it could be. I was also thinking about looking in the guy's mind, but I'll do that. You could give that a try if you want to. I want to see what he knows about this situation, how he knows about it, and if he has information about where the Momo was. Because if he's so up in arms about it, it seems like he might have some amount of information. Okay. All I'm saying is this is a great situation to test out my new grenade. (laughs) No. If if things go bad. If if it goes bad. Um... So would that be investigate a mystery or read a bad situation in this case? I I feel like it's investigate a mystery. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Either way. Okay, uh, that's plus sharp, right? That's yes. eight. So that's a mixed success. I can hold one. Okay. I'm going to go for broke and say, where did it go? Like, I want to know where it is. If he has any idea where this is, this creature was, where it was sighted, Anything like that. I'm looking in his mind. Okay, so this is looking in his mind? Yes, this is looking in his mind. Okay. So. It's what I do. You slither into his mind, Mm -hmm. and you know that he believes the monster is somewhere um, very nearby. Near to town? In no, in, in town, near to where you all are right, right now. now. Oh, okay. He, he right. believes that very firmly. Now, as you slide into his mind, you, you gain a little bit more of an appreciation mm-hmm. for him. And, um, you know, you have a bit of a mental connection here. Yeah. And he's very dark and cold. And has a sort of strange mental emotional edge to him that you can't really make sure what it you can't really tell what it He's is. Unhinged. And no then you can feel through him that some of the people around him are with him. He's feeling success in this moment. No, it's more than that. That they came there with him to be preached oh. to. He gathered, like, they are his posse. Yes. Oh. Uh, I sort of recoil as I move back from his, like, cold and, and strange mind. And as you do that, he looks at you with piercing green eyes. He has sort of a shaved head. He's a very tall man, heavy, and he has a shaved head, and he has a um, white shirt on that's sort of loose and flowing, and... Um, you know, dark trousers on, and he just sort of looks at you, but he doesn't say anything, and he doesn't even break the preaching that he's going on about the evils of these yeah. monsters that are invading the town. We've got to go. We've yeah. got to get out of here. Guys, oh, but well, I thought we were going to get salads from the cafe. I, I was going to get out the we, van we and try to pick up some veggies, and we, we need to go find this thing now. What's yeah. saying, Aaron? What I was going to say is, I, I've seen his type before, standing on corners, yelling hate. If I, I reckon I might be able to stand up there and cause a bit of chaos, diffuse the crowd a bit. Roll to manipulate the crowd and try and chill him out a bit. I don't want to be here when you do it. Because he <laughs> was too aware of me. Aware of you doing what? So do you want it? So do you want to duck into the Hungry Hills to get a uh, some salads to go now? <laughs> yes, I guess so. Yeah. I guess yes. we're getting baked from yeah. the Hungry Hills. Okay, so Hazel at the Hungry Hills is selling at least Avis some salads. I'm going to have Aaron's back here. Okay, and John, what are you doing? I was going to get the salads. Okay, so... The usual split. All right. So, Aaron, tell me about your attempt to manipulate the crowd, and you'll, you'll have to roll here. Yeah. So my thinking is I'm going to try and talk to him like he's an idiot. He doesn't quite understand the thing by quoting aggressively from the article that I read this morning about a well-credible source and how he's just standing there yelling at some monster he doesn't understand, unlike me, who's seen monsters like this before and... They're nothing like what you really expect. He just doesn't know what he's talking about. And you, should, you shouldn't be worried. 
I'm going to go out there and I'm going to befriend this Momo and everything's going to be fine and no one needs to worry at all. Alrighty. And I'm going to roll. Alrighty. Oh, for frick's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a four. <laughs> but I have got three charms, so I get a seven. That's a partial success. <laughs> partial success. <laughs> okay, so about half of the crowd and uh, they say to you, Aaron, they say, that's right, preach it, brother. We don't need these outsiders coming in telling us what to do. And then they just walk on down the street and leave you and uh, uh, this street preacher. And you notice as the townsfolk leave that all of the people who remain look a lot like the street preacher. Um, They have shaved heads and they're wearing loose flowing white shirts and dark trousers. And they are glowering at you and the man on the bucket turns to you and says, my friend, why are you siding with the scourge of the devil? Devil's not as bad as it's cracked out to be. Swell guy sometimes. <laughs> just want to put a good man down. But I th- it's, it's, it's just wrong. It's Are wrong to hunt the to forces of evil. Are we too where this is a bad situation yet so I can read it? I think you could try to read a bad situation. Okay. This is starting to get bad, I, I would say. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Yes. There are dangers that you haven't noticed. Um, In particular, what you haven't noticed is that all of, well, the preacher and all of his lackeys have um, bulges in their pants that correspond, you can tell because of your partial success here, and your training are knives. So they're all armed with at least knives, you can see. Um, And they seem, from their body language, they seem like the sorts of folks who know how to use them. Maybe they're just happy to see you. (laughs) (laughs) Could be. I'm going to step in and say, I'm sorry, my friend here is not the wisest about the ways of the world. He's wrong, and I'm just going to remove him from this situation because I agree with you. This monster is a monstrosity. And I think I just, I'm going to go teach him about this about the ways of the world and we won't bother you again. I start yes. walking Aaron oh. away. I, I sort of shut lead up, into this a bit. I'm sort of like pretending to be pulled away under a tighter grip than I am. I recognize a con when I see one and I'm fully going for the idiot here. Uh, okay, then inside the Hungry Hills, you two are buying salads. Yes, and once we have salads... I would like to read a bad situation. <laughs> okay, so I, I was going to ask you, but before you do that, I was going to ask you if you wanted to ask Hazel of the Hungry Hills anything while you were getting your salads. No, uh, that was a joke. But <laughs> yeah, I, I have, I was going to use one of my moves that I haven't used yet, and I'm going to close my eyes and sort of just try to feel the situation. I'm going to try to have a hunch. Okay. About where... It's about, about where something bad might be happening, but I'm particularly concerned about where the Momo is and if it could be getting into trouble. Okay, tell me about, and for anyone who is you know trying to pay attention, describe the hunch move so we can apply it properly. Uh, I roll for sharp on a 10. I know where I need to go and I get there just in time. On a 7 or 9, I get there late in time to intervene but not prevent whatever is going to happen altogether. On a miss, 
I get there just in time to be in trouble myself. Okay. So, let's have a roll. We need some dice. Yes. Please. Please be a high roll. That's sharp. So that is just barely a seven. <laughs> so that will be... I get there late in time to intervene. But if something bad's going to happen, I cannot prevent it altogether. Okay. So, you get a feeling as you're picking up your salads mm -hmm. and seeing the chaos outside the window of the Hungry Hills Cafe that you need to go to the Stay a While Motel. Um, I grab hold of Erickson and start running. That's just across the... the it's just a little bit down the road. Yeah. I mean, you can get there faster in the van than you can on foot. Yeah, I, I start just ushering into the van. We need to go to the Stay a While, now. Oh, 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 all right. I'll throw money and grab the salads and go. I mean... Keep the change. I probably would have guided Aaron back to the van. I think that makes sense. Yeah. How long were they inside while we were doing... Not very not long. Very not long. very long. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you see us, like, running... Yeah, we're, we're clearly in a hurry. Mm -hmm. And, okay, so you are in the van going the very short drive to the stay a while, which is on the outskirts of town on the northern side. Um, and you screech into the parking lot and you see Anand and uh, Priya outside in front of the lobby um, on the, uh, the sidewalk out front and they're face down. I look around oh. and try to find what has happened to them. So as you get out of the van and you approach, um, two things. Great. Okay, and this isn't anything you have to roll for. This is obvious. Uh -huh. um, it stinks to high heaven. Okay. And uh, Anand and Priya are gasping and uh, saying, oh, good God, it smells. <laughs> okay, okay. It's nearby. I'm fairly certain. I was told these things stink terribly. Um, do you got that salad, John? We might need that. Maybe it will come for salad. Do you want to... Here you go. Does anyone want to check like on Anand and Priya or anything? They seem to be alive. I'm okay. I'll go check on I them. I will... I'll walk up to them. <laughs> I'm busy looking for a monster. Oh, I'm gonna go... Okay, so... Grab some salads and join Avis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got that lack of medical insurance uh, healing ability. <laughs> <laughs> so do you try to offer any assistance to Anand and Priya? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'll they are getting better as, as they're out in the fresh air, and, and they say, oh, sure is nice to see you again. Um, we think we found the Momo, but it ran off. Which direction did it go in? I don't know. It was inside the office there, and we surprised it this morning, and oh my lordy, did it ever make a stench, and we had to get out of there, and I heard some crashing in the back, but I don't know what's going on. You can look inside if you can stand it. I run out in there and go look. Okay, and it smells terrible. Just absolutely terrible. You can see um, things have been knocked over where the uh, uh, little cafe breakfast bar thingy is um, has been ransacked. There's a whole bunch of uh, cereal that's been torn open and um, the little milk mm -hmm. dispenser has been um, torn apart and there's milk spilled all over. And now he's crying over it. Exactly. And the uh, back door is wide open, and in fact, it's off one of the hinges. Okay, I head that way. It went out the back. Um, I'm going to try to follow it if anyone wants to, you know, come help. I'm going to... Oh, I'm coming with you. Yep, we're coming. Okay. Um, where does the back lead to? Is it like... Uh, it's into a residential neighborhood. Okay, I'm going to hop in the van and try to follow best I can with the van. Okay. Um, and as you are 
going. So John and Gwyneth are in the van. Is this right? I was going to run. Okay, you're running? Yeah. It's so just, I think I'm alone. Yeah, it's okay. just John in the van, and then the rest of us are running. Okay. And the uh, there's a trail of sort of like milk dribbles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you know, that goes for a little bit into like the the lot that's empty in the back of the motel. Uh-huh. And then there's a backyard fence that's been knocked down. Okay. Keep, keep going um, that way then. You come to a garden patch that's been mostly uprooted. Okay. And then you come to a little creek and the trail stops. I'll have uh, parked the car as soon as I can't get any closer with it and begin making my way towards the Yeah, and I I think you can stop on just a little little bridge. I mean, this is a small creek that's just barely flowing. It's like a culvert rather than a bridge. Yeah, it's, you know, a a pretty small thing, but that's not immediately adjacent to where uh, the other three are, but it's just, you know, maybe 50 yards away. So you can see them down sort of waiting in the stream as dogs in the backyards around them are now barking mm-hmm. at them vigorously. Of course. Um, is there any sign of, like, broken branches, underbrush, anything that could be used to track the thing? Well, how are you trying to track this thing? There, You don't see anything. You see where it went into the stream, but you do not ride around. You see any broken branches or anything like that where it could have exited the stream. Mm. Are there any footprints in the mud around the stream? Um, there are, well, I think you need to roll to investigate a mystery if you want to do that. Well, I'll be damned. Yes. Yes, there are. Um, You're holding at least one. It's the, what's, what's Yeah, I'm just trying to see. Oh, it's going to be one because I'll be eight. So hold on. Yeah. There are footprints. Yes. So there are footprints that are leading. um, The way they're pointed is they are pointed towards town. Okay, I'm gonna follow them. Okay, and they're but they seem to be walking more or less. These were when it came in. No, this is because this is heading back into town. Oh, okay. It's going back into town from. from the stale wall, right? Basically, this stream mm-hmm. is flowing, uh, well, it's flowing to the north, actually, if you care about the hydrology of <laughs> Rails End. But it is uh, walking upstream is the way the footprints are, so that it's walking into town. This is a small stream that flows through town. Okay. So, so shall we follow that? Yeah, I'm going to follow the footprints. Okay. okay, they peter out pretty fast. Because it's not. Because it's, it's yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. So it's just in the stream. But it's in the town. Somewhere. It's heading toward town, yeah. which is not and good for it. There are things in town that don't like it. And so you're yes. getting, and then you arrive at the uh, little tiny little bridge culvert thing where Agent Erickson is. We've lost the trail. It seems to be heading into town. Fine. Heading into town. All right. Um. Well. We can drive there, or if you think it'll be faster, we could just run. I ain't no fan of running. Let's get in the van. That's a fair point. I, where could it be going? Is there any location in town that has a particularly large garden or a particularly high concentration of vegetables? Well, the Hungry Hills Cafe. Hungry Hills probably would. Hmm? Let's head toward the Hungry Hills, particularly because if that strange group is still there, that's where it's going to be under most threat. Yeah, and they have knives. They have knives? Oh. Yeah. I was mostly concerned that he seemed to notice I was. Oh, no, they all have brain. like a couple of knives each at least. Oh, yes. That's something uh-huh. to be aware well, of. In that case. Yes, because uh, people can go inside people's brains. That's a thing that happens that I knew about. <laughs> cool storytelling. <laughs> I, I, you haven't noticed I'm in people's brains yet? I, I've mentioned it before. Yeah, yeah, I just, 
Cool, cool, cool. Fine, carry on. I, of course I noticed. That's why I was remarkable about how unremarkable it was. Did you not pick up on that? Avis reads your mind all the time, don't you know? Oh, yes. I'm very aware of what you're thinking. So, you come to the Hungry Hills Cafe, and you recognize someone who is walking towards it uh, as you're pulling up. It's Professor Jane Lackler. She... I'll slam on the brakes. She (laughs) waves at you, and she shoves a flyer into your hands. Okay. And she says, we've got to do something about this. What does the flyer say? The flyer says... Join together, upright citizens, defeat the evil in our town. Oh, we've already had a run-in with these folks. We're not a fan of them either. We're trying to find the Momo and keep it out of trouble. Yeah, they're very dubious. She says, well, we've got to stop them. Come with me. Where are we going? To my office. Isn't that a ways out? We think the Momo's in town right now. Momo will be safe, at least until nightfall. Come with me. To the to the college. To the college. To the college. Do we trust her? Like. Yeah. yeah why not? <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's go. I know there's not like. She seems genuine, right? Yes. She seems okay. crazy. But genuine. But genuine. All right. We'll, we'll go with it. Uh-huh. Um. Hop in. All right. And I'll like put a thumb towards the back. She says, that's okay, my old Saturn still works, and she points to where she parked it a little bit down the way. All right, well, we'll follow you, I guess. Okay, so you follow her to the College of Mons. Deja vu. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this happens all the time. All the time, we're constantly and professor. She says, so, you know, you park in the uh, guest parking lot there, and she leads you up three flights of stairs to her office in the metallurgy building, and she sits you all down, and she looks very serious, and she says, we have to keep this goddamn cult from killing Momo. We're in agreement. He's an endangered species. She's under my protection. <laughs> and really, you don't want to mess with bloodthirsty cults. 